Little basketball still gonna beat you. You're still gonna get beat. No doubt. So, but I mean, I don't. I think it's unfair for people still to be like oh, one championship in a decade. I'm like, I mean, come now, on. I mean, it's hard to like. No, granted, a, that it's hard to win championships, but. Go back to five. Tubby. They they ran they ran him out when yeah, he won championship. He didn't go to five Final Fours in the decade though. Like it don't matter. You're Kentucky. You don't I, hang banners for Final Four no, in days, baby. You hang no, banners no, no, for championship. No. If Nick Saban if Nick Saban goes to the playoff five straight years, no, no, I'm, I'm looking at it from and a, don't win the championship. What did Alabama gonna say? Not good enough. I'm looking at it from non Kentucky fan expectations. Like me looking. Outside. Yeah, from the outside world, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most programs take that, but not Kentucky. Not not when Calipari goes on record and says, we don't set the bar, we are the bar. We don't move the needle, we are the needle. No, but you better get them championships hanging. <laughs> and with all that said, so. I'm your guy, Craig Erickson. Next to me is Eric Franklin, Danny Hatfield. This one's a little bittersweet. Things gonna, schedule's changing up a little bit. Danny's last episode for a while. But we are. I'm going all in today too. I'm good. going all in today. We got to. We got to make up for last week and my dumbass. <laughs> whatever. I, don't know if I can bring that again. Whatever just happened. No, I know, but that, that was that was podcast fire, gold. Uh, but anyway, before we get on that, uh, we'll give a couple birthday shout outs to my mom and my sister. April Fool's Day. My mom's birthday is April Fool's Day. My sister's March thirty first. I think it's Luke Murray. I think it was uh, Luke Murray's birthday today too. I think it's. I think it's like three coaches. Dino's a Saturday, and Luke and Andy oh, Keller's okay. for today. So. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's Halloween babies, I think. Huh? Oh, close. And another man. Yeah. <laughs> Labor <Uh-oh>. Day. <laughs> yeah, it's a good but, day to get pregnant on Labor Day. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. We inching closer to Virgo season, which is the best season, but we're good. Um, anyway, before we get, I guess, all the way into it, how was your guys' weekend? Great. You know, uh, I need Virginia and need Virginia and Michigan State both to lose to win my bracket now. But Kentucky lost, though. I'm good. Like, yeah. yes, I'm good. I'm good. I'm that fan because, yeah, the my sports got went in the trash. I might do too. The sports gods have hated Louisville for four years now, and every year that they don't go to a Final Four, it's the sports gods coming back towards our side. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. All right, before we dive deep into that, though, we got a, we got some sad news. I don't know if Danny's too familiar with it. I'm not. But just want to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Shot yesterday outside of his clothing store. It's a sad day for the rap game community. Just want to send condolences out there, man. Victory Lap was one of the best albums that's been out in a while. Mailbox Money. That's the one I like. I, I like them all. I can't tell you the track names. I'm not good with song titles. But uh, I was bopping it off on the ride home day at work, uh, which is dope, though. So if you want to look out for him and his kids and all that, stream it. He owns 100% of all mastering. So he gets paid for everything. It ain't just whatever. But it just goes to show, man, you never know when when it's your time, man. It's a crazy world out here. Tell, tell your family and your friends that you love them, y'all. Because you never know when you're not going to go back home, man. Hate to start a somber, but I just had to get that out there. Cool. Uh, yeah. Now, how 
I had a dope intro. Well, I mean, I was putting it together, but it was going to be War Damn Eagle all on this motherfucker. <laughs> but it's definitely War Damn Eagle. I mean, Eagle no, it still is, but I was going to have some <laughs> shit playing in the background, but I wanted to give Nipsey his respect. Uh, so now that that's out the way, we're going to try to live up to last week. Y'all will never hear last week's episode, apparently. I, this week's episode is going to be the next one. We're going to skip that number. It's going to be the lost the lost episode it is. forever. And then you know how, like, I'm going to... What is this? Episode 30? Yeah. Or what this is... Well, this has been 30 or 31. I don't know. Or last week. Episode 31 of the It's a Rap Podcast. Brought to you by the Auburn Tigers. Tumor's Corner. Uh, oh wait, no, they're probably they're probably cheering for them now because they they they're SCC. They're the ones on SCC chant. You know what I was saying when Virginia? You know what I was saying when Virginia came back? It's like son of a bitch. No, I was too. I wanted Purdue this one because Carson Edwards is a bad motherfucker, man. But look, this is what I thought. This is what I thought for real. I told my wife this. I said, man. I said, so I'm a Louisville fan. I picked up Indiana. And I said, Indiana didn't make the tournament. Louisville goes out the first game of the tournament. And I said, I'll be damned if Purdue and Kentucky ain't going to play with each other in the Final Four. I said, now, this is bullshit. <laughs> Dude, so we was out to eat for my uh, for the birthdays or whatever. So we ended up going to this roadhouse. Uh, so we there. I got off work, rushed home, changed, and all that shit. Met my parents and sister and everybody at the restaurant. So the game's on there. My mom don't want to know the score and stuff. So we're getting up. It's like a minute, two minutes left in regulation. So we're standing by the bar. I'm just watching. See, every time Auburn does something, I'm just. <laughs> Your mom's a Kentucky fan, ain't yeah. she? Yeah. I would, when little buddy shot that three, I was like, if it goes in, Texas Roadhouse is going here. War fucking eagle. And I'm out. <laughs> so, but yeah. I'll be back to the lost episode. It's kind of like how you know how people, like they say like Prince has one million songs yeah. locked in the vault. Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> Our, that episode's locked in the vault. In the and vault. nobody's got access to the vault. <laughs> we ain't even got access to the vault. <laughs> we couldn't even recreate it if we wanted to. No. Uh, but friend of the show, Kyle, would have had some words for us. So so just know that if if you're original, if you're the OG with Insta Rap, 20 years from now when we make millions of dollars, you can be like, man, when they, when they mentioned that lost episode, I was riding with them for the lost episode. I did right. post a picture of the topics though on, on the on the page. So That's fine, see. but they they just ain't got the audio dope to go <laughs> with it. Yeah, so the picture's gonna be worth a lot of money one day. It is, <laughs> but no, we man, we even had Danny's son with us. He did dynamite dropping. You know what it was like, Major League Two, the sequel where he goes dynamite dropping, Monty. That broadcast school's really helping you out, and he'd be like, he's like it's after the part where he goes. It's hard, hard to imagine you can stay focused on baseball with all the paternity suits. I heard those were parking tickets. And he goes, dynamite drop in, Lonnie. We had, and we just, or it's like waiting, where it's like, you got anything to say? No. That's going to be my, my son's claim to fame. He was on the lost episode. Right. <laughs> he needs to put that in his social media bio. Special guest on the lost episode. I hoping you bring him back to get a WrestleMania preview. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did y'all see where, uh, is it USA who they got the... Con- wrestling got the contract with. I'm sure y'all seen it, but they told him like we need to spice this up a little bit. We need to Fox, Fox, 
Like we need to ramp. We need to ramp his shit up. When they send it good. to when they send it to. Fox That's what or, I was like. I was like, that'll do him a lot of good because they, they send, it's they, so corny now. It is corny. When they send it to Fox. Uh, it's a bill. It was a billion dollar contract. Fox wants three hours and. My thing is, I, you know, we talked about it before. I know wrestling scripted. Okay, I understand it's scripted. Right. But you you gonna have a hard time convincing a grown ass man that these two dudes are going to kick each other's ass when they talking like third graders. See and see, <laughs> I know. What, but the problem now is. They have to follow word for word what the writers say back compared to back in the day where they'd hand Stone Cold, right, Rock, they whoever. They'd handle this is what we want to say. They'd be like, okay, I'm going to go out there and say whatever I want. Right. I'll, I'll hit the gist of it. Maybe. And that's the way it needs go, to be. Yeah, maybe, uh, let, yeah. maybe let someone go out there and just. That's, that's what made the greats. Yeah. That's what made the yeah. Macho Mans, the Hulk Hogan, the Ric Flairs, their ability to cut promos by their self. I'm they just gonna, did it. I'm not going to be too hard on the the people nowadays when they have these strict ass rules about well you have to say this verbatim. I'm like well you can tell they're all trying to remember the shit when you give it to them the day of. Like, right. Let them go out there and be like hey talk about this this and this go out there and say what you want. That makes and a see, good performer. Yeah. 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 And see I I mean oh, yeah, so, so. fucking pussy if you want to go <laughs> fucking get your ass kicked go play I'll bring in the tournament <laughs> Yeah. So I think it'll do wrestling. Like I seen that, and I was like, it might, it might kind of reel me back in a little bit if I can just learn to like some of these guys out here because oh, they just flat out corny. They are corny. But uh, damn. But I don't think it's their fault. I'm, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm reserving judgment till they. Uh, some of the characters are corny. But the character development's terrible. It's not yeah. the performer's fault that that's what they're given though. Right. So like, but they need to where. You, everybody needs their own gimmick, and they need to be able to have their own gimmick. Well, everybody needs factions their, and play to their own gimmick hey, as they see fit. Factions, because it wasn't no time doper than when NWO was around, right? The DX, DX the corporation. The even. problem is, is when they give people factions or cool tag teams or something, they fucking just break them up because yeah. Vince doesn't like it. And then if you get called up from NXT, he doesn't really. He told Kevin Owens to lose weight. I'm like, Kevin Owens is the best wrestler, maybe the best wrestler in that company right now as far as being able to talk and do shit. Like, nobody that big should be able to do flips over the top rope. And Vince told him to lose weight. You know, and I'm like, and then it's like... But see, and like... Because I'll bet you, you know who Undisputed Era is, right? No. On NXT, there's Adam Cole. It's a, it's a group. They're the hottest thing going in NXT. Bet you they break them up when they get to the main roster. Probably. Because Adam Cole's supposed to be a single star, which he he will be, and the other guys are just like tag teams and stuff, and with him, you know, I mean, but but like DX, I mean, you had Triple H who was a solo dude, then you had the the New Age Outlaws who were the tag team of the group, right? And, and then you had, had X Pac as another solo guy, and X Pac is a worker. He's the guy who, when they put them all out there, he's yeah. like, I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna go do the bump and get the hot tag in yeah. wrestling terms. So I mean. Uh, like and Vince sh- knows what made wrestling hot. He's got to see the shield. See the I don't even think the shield should have ever been broken up. You, you know, I think the shield's lame as fuck. But yeah, they work better together than they do separate. I, I mean, like I think the only one that I mean, people like Roman now because of what he went through. I get that, but the only one that people have cared about from that the only time, goes on for so long. People like Chuck Strong when he was going through it too. But uh, people, the only Chuck one, Pagano. I was about to say Chuck Strong. What? Chuck Strong. Yeah, <laughs> the only one, the only one in the Shield that people have cared about from the time they broke up to still now, Seth Rollins, and that's because he goes out there and fucking right. makes Mojo Raleigh look good. He, and Mojo Raleigh's a candy ass. The only reason he's still employed is because he's friends with Gronk and they're hoping they can get Gronk through him. That's the only reason that cocksucker's still employed. That dude sucks. <laughs> that's I'm done with my wrestling rant now. Fuck him. I say yeah. So I seen that. I was like, alright. They, they could possibly get a little better. 
So, so uh, I guess anything before March Madness y'all want to no, talk about? No, get in March Madness. Eric didn't fill out the rap sheet, so I don't know what we're talking about. I got And I got 30 minutes, so I got to probably get out and <laughs> All head, right, so, start heading to work. Uh, I don't know how traffic's going to be. Since I work fucking Mondays now, it's bullshit. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being here and spending time with us. Yeah. Uh, Making cards for the American people. Because that's who I am and that's who I care about. Just like my Facebook bio. He seems like a new guy. This is a guy trying to buy your company. He seems like a new guy. Yeah, Tommy boy. Well, y'all want to start with Thursday? Or y'all just want to skip? We can do whatever. Duke lost their magic touch. They lost their luck charm. Duke didn't have their... Somebody made a comment on Twitter today, and it, it makes perfect sense. Duke didn't get any better this year. Duke showed us who they were against Kentucky, and they, they to use Cal Perry's term, were the bar. But that bar didn't move from that first day, See, and everybody else caught that bar. I think they come they they come down from they come down from that. Maybe bar. they did, or maybe everybody they, else mean, reached that bar. I mean, beating Kentucky by forty. And I, I think the game. That, I think it was some shock and awe going on there. Yeah, they were they were in and February had, and in basketball had, in November, and they had everybody worried when they come out and kick Kentucky's right. ass. But you're right, they did they did. Yeah, and uh, people weren't scared of Duke no more. I, I think I think Duke carried them through the season, and as much as we watched, uh, as much as it killed us to watch them come back from twenty three. And beat us. I really think somebody was like Louisville got them down twenty three, and you know Louisville was a all right team, but they weren't world beaters this year by far. I, I don't think people scared Duke no more. I think we kind of, of course, they was without Zion for a little bit, but you could kind of say we may have possibly laid a blueprint down. Absolutely. But I mean, because they shouldn't have beat Central Florida. No. Shouldn't have beat Virginia Tech. No. Because I mean, bro, that granted that was a tough shot, but should have failed, should have made it. Uh, the Virginia Tech game, uh, and didn't beat Michigan State. No, and I look, I had this conspiracy theory lined up. Now check us out. This runs deep. Duke's won five championships: ninety ninety one, ninety one ninety two, uh, two thousand two thousand one, oh five oh six, and fourteen fifteen. Okay. Are you saying 05-06 as no? They don't. It's 04-05, maybe. One of them years. Connecticut won oh four. It was with Battier. That was one of them years. That was not, that was one of the that was one of the back to backs. I think Battier was ninety nine. Whatever it was, they won five championships. If you look it up, ninety one they won in Indianapolis. Ninety two they Every won year. in Minneapolis. Uh, the other one was in Minneapolis. Oh five oh six they won two thousand ten against Butler and then two or there you go two thousand ten yeah Indianapolis. 2015, Indianapolis. This year was Minneapolis. They All their championships have either been in Minneapolis or Indianapolis. This was supposed to be their year. This was supposed to be their year. The Illuminati has died. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, though. I'm not Something with Cam sitting out that game, something didn't sit right with me about that. The Who did he say? Virginia Tech Virginia game. Tech. Something didn't sit right about that. And I thought that was weird. So I don't. I'm telling you, I don't a, want to speculate, but maybe this is my speculation on Zion, Cam, PJ Washington. 
It all goes in the same umbrella. These guys are young. I know PJ is a sophomore, but Zion and Cam are freshmen. They're not used to the rigors of college basketball season. You can't tell me Zion was hurt bad enough to miss 21 days. He wasn't. Zion's a big boy. Oh, they definitely, Zion was tired. They saved him for the time. PJ uh, was tired. Cam was tired. They're not used to it. They're trying to squeak them in because, in all rights, both those teams should have enough talent without those players to get through some of these games. But as long as you have them back for their big games, but they're good. But P.J. Washington had the gutsiest performance since Willis, oh, Reed, since Willis Reed, according to absolutely. Brandon Haywood. He was out there like a one-legged amputee. Come on, man. Did you hear Did you hear Brandon Haywood say, not since Willis Reed have I seen anything like this in the studio about P.J. Washington? Like, come like, on, dude. Give me a break. Like it's not, Cut even, some slack. It's not comparable. Bro, some of, them, some of them damn cuts he was making against, uh, against uh, Houston when he first came back. Bro, if his foot was that messed up, He's not cutting like that. He's not jumping First like that. First of all, if his foot was that messed up, he ain't playing he ain't against playing. Houston. Exactly. You don't go in a hard cast and miss a week. No. That was all a show. You that know, was all a show. You know why? Two reasons. It kept him at the forefront of the stories. Yep. Recruiting tool. Mm-hmm. Sure. Secondly, which is smart. I, I, which is, I get it. It's not smart. It's a, it's, it's, it's a it's, snake oil salesman. For recruiting, that's all, that's all you gotta be to recruit. Yeah. Okay? And... And second, like, to go off that, if Louisville and Rick Pitino would have done that at any point, Matt Jones and the, his KSR minions, Drew Franklin's a fucking cocksucker, and I hope he listens to this. Drew Franklin from KSR, not my little brother. Because he wanted to ask, he asked Tyler Harrow, this question's for the buckets, and everybody goes, because Drew Franklin thinks he's cool, but he's really a cocksucker. Anyway, the second thing is... Now he has PJ was hurt in my back pocket, so blah 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 blah. In case they got bounced by Wofford or Houston, they should have lost to Houston. Yes, yeah. really, they really should have lost to Wofford. Little buddy didn't didn't shoot well. That happens. So, but yes, if he hits three threes out of yeah. twelve, they would have lost that game. But my thing is, but give Kentucky could, credit. Woulda coulda shoulda for guard like, for guard. Coulda shoulda Kentucky no fucking credit. None, none. Look at their tournament. How it, how their bracket opened up the last two years. Bum asses couldn't get it done. Point blank, plain and simple. Y'all want to talk about Cal been to five Final Fours in ten years? Whoopty fucking do, baby. The last two years, you had a cakewalk gravy train route to the Final Four, and you couldn't get it done either year. Either year. That's pathetic. You get put out by Kansas State last year. You have to beat some bum, and then you have to beat Buffalo. Then you got to beat Kansas State. You couldn't do it. This year, you get Abilene Christian. Then you get... Which that team didn't even belong to. No. They should have been a 16 seed, if anything. I mean, because what's her name? Uh, Iona, whoever played uh, Virginia is better than that team. Yes, Gardner-Webb. Yeah. Yeah. Or the team that played Duke. Or the team that played North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Any of them better. Gardner-Webb should have been Virginia. They had the easiest two seed going, or easiest 15 seed against the two. I mean... That's fine. That it is what it is. That's fine. It is what it is. Then they get Walford. Should have got beat by Wofford. I know Wofford was top 25, but come on, give me a fucking break. It's Wofford. Then you got Houston, who is a decent team, but it's still Houston. This ain't 1984 no more. Houston ain't been relevant since then. And then you got Auburn, who you've beat twice already this year, who in all their big games, Auburn's big wins this year, Okiki has been their main scorer. He's averaged 20 points against uh, Carolina, against Kansas, against Tennessee. He had 20 points in all of those games. He don't play, and, and and you're known for, and I sat here on this podcast and said that 
Higgins is one of the best on-ball defenders. Boy, that little buddy for for Auburn took Higgins to school yesterday. Dude, and, and Harper and Brown for Auburn are just shooting out of their mind. They are. They're hot. I mean, they They're knocked hot. off Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky. That's impressive, it, you man. Know last the last you know last season to do that? 1997 Arizona. Arizona Wildcats. Bibby. The, the funny thing is, Auburn almost lost their first round. New Mexico State had yeah, a buzzer yeah. beater attempt to beat them in the first round. Yeah, well, at Airball 3, breaking news, LaMelo won't play college. Shocker. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> he will play in Australia or China instead of trying for NCAA eligibility, which I don't know how he had any, but. He didn't. But no, I'm. Auburn, man, I don't know. They, they're. It reminds me of that UConn team a couple years. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win it all because they don't have a player like Kimba. But the run that they've made, how they beat the shit out of Tennessee, you know, got past New Mexico in the first round, beat the shit out of fucking Kansas, beat the shit out of North Carolina. What was they down? What Kentucky have them by? 12. 12. Come back and won by, what they win by, like seven? Six. Six. Auburn can beat Virginia. I mean, I mean, they took Kentucky to school in overtime. In overtime, they just took a yeah. to school. That that was what I was talking about when I talked about Duke choking. What ha- what I st- thought was going to happen with I wanna Duke? Talk, I want to talk about that. Was going is what happened to Kentucky. The pressure got on them. The spotlight was on them. It was crunch time, and the freshman choked. The freshman choked. Okay, I know. I know. We we teams we label like they choke and all. That. At what point of what determines whether they choke or not to y'all? When they when they start doing stupid shit that they ain't done all year, hero can't hit an open shot. He was been lights out. But Kentucky made Hagen's had. But Kentucky seven, made an eight turnovers in the Elite Eight as a two seed. They lost. I mean, like Gonzaga. Did they? Did, did Gonzaga choke? No, Gonzaga didn't choke. Gonzaga wasn't used to playing no kind of defense like Texas Tech. Gonzaga Texas should have been a one seed. Michigan Who? State should have been the one seed yeah, for them. Right. That's they a right. fucking okay. apparent okay. to me. <laughs> I mean, Duke I don't, played, I don't, I I don't mean, really think you can say Duke choked. And Duke's Duke didn't choke. No, and Duke's Duke def- didn't choke. But when I said before, when I said when I said Duke's when I was talking about brackets, and I said if Duke gets put out, I think it's going to be because R.J. Barrett tries to take the game over, and, he, and he, all that pressure going to get to him. That's not how Duke got beat. But the blueprint that I said how Duke was going to get beat is actually how Kentucky got beat. They choked. They choked. And Duke Duke got beat because Izzo had his team ready I, to go. They lost, I don't even say Kentucky to, choked. I don't even say Duke that. Lost, Duke lost to Michigan State. Like bro, when you're up 12 points in the first half on a depleted but you team may, now if, if there's a difference <laughs> in losing to a five seed that uh, that some people thought was going to miss the tournament because they were having a midseason slide compared to losing to Michigan State. I'm not. I'm not comparing the losses. Like. I'm saying Kentucky choked. They, they cho- when they, you just beat that team, when you just beat that how, team in the tournament by 23. The last time you played them, the tournament. Here's how I look at it: They were two seed in the region. If the one seed beats the two seed in that, then they, they got they got yeah, where they put it. They got where they were supposed to so go. So if the bracket don't go chalk, y'all say it's a choke. No, not necessarily. No, but I'm just saying, like when you look at it, like. The two seed's supposed to lose, <coughs> theoretically lose to the one seed in the lead eight to go to the final but if, four. But if everything... Not the five seed. But if everything plays out the way it did for Kentucky, where where they got that path, they got Auburn, 
They both choked, if you ask me, but... I mean... I think you can... North I think Carolina choked, for sure. Yeah, North Carolina North Carolina, too. yes. I think it's a... I think you can make a case more of Duke choking than Kentucky choking. Because everybody just knew Duke was going to win the fucking championship. Well, sure. Couldn't get it done. Sure. I mean, you could say that. But as far as in that one-game spectrum, I just think Michigan State had a better game plan. I think they executed better because they got that leadership. And I think leadership goes a long way. I, I agree. I mean, I agree with that. But if Duke plays Auburn, I don't know. I mean, Auburn's hot. So maybe Auburn does beat him, but I think Duke handles Auburn. Tom Izzo, I think, I, Tom Izzo shouldn't even be fucking coaching. Fuck him. I mean, yeah, fuck Michigan and State. fuck Michigan State. I think Auburn beats Virginia. If they're shooting the way they've been shooting, they can. They Auburn, be, Auburn can beat Virginia. Easily. That's how you got to beat Virginia is be able to hit the three exactly. over there. But and what are they doing? If Kyle Guy stays hot and like per- he got the second half. And one dude, dude almost did it in the Elite yeah. Eight. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, fu- why has he got a fucking thigh tattoo? That really bothers Kyle me. Guy. Yeah. Kyle Guy. <laughs> like, if you're going to have a thigh tattoo, get the rest of the leg done, man. Like, the funniest thing I, I saw this weekend, though. And fuck I follow, Ty Jerome, too. I follow, a lot of, I follow a lot of Indiana sports stuff on Twitter. Mm. The funniest thing I saw this weekend was Seth Davis talking about uh, Klein for Purdue when he was going lights out against Tennessee. And Seth Davis tweeted What the out, fuck was he at against Virginia? They didn't give him the ball. He, <laughs> they said... I ever tried to Seth end. Davis said, uh, I can just picture Klein shooting hoops in the late fall season off a, bar, off a basketball goal attached to a bar in Indiana. And some Indiana fan said, Motherfucker, he's from Carmel, Indiana. He doesn't even know what a barn looks like. And for y'all that aren't familiar with Indiana, Carmel, Indiana is comparable to like Goshen. Or prospect. It's it's the upper class. That's where all your money is. Mm. He didn't have no damn barn. He was shooting at an indoor facility. <laughs> a full court gym in his house. Yeah, in his house. Exactly. <laughs> <coughs> but no, Virginia, Virginia, according to Vegas, is odds-on favorite. And I think that they're the least likely to win the championship out of the four left. Honestly. Izzo, I, look, I know he's done some sketchy shit. And I know it's fuck is though because of all that stuff, but he's probably the best coach left in the tournament as far as getting his guys ready to go. I don't think there's a probably to that. Right. Chris Beard is getting ready to get paid either by Texas Tech or by somebody a lot of money. He's holding out to see what happens to Shock at Texas. I'm putting, calling my shot right. He now. may be because that's where he graduated from there. No, he graduated from some offspring of Texas. It was some satellite campus. It was said, some small said University was, of Texas at Austin. Is when I looked up. Is it at Austin? I thought it was Texas at some bumfuck, but maybe he is. Uh, say mean, what you want about Bruce Pearl. He went to Abilene Christian. Also, Bruce Pearl's a good coach. Texas at Austin. Bruce Pearl has a shrine in my house. He put out Bill Self, Roy Williams, and Calipari back to back to back. Bruce Pearl's my dude. Bruce Pearl can coach. <laughs> Hell yeah, he is. I like Bruce Pearl, and I think I'm like in a minority. I like Bruce Pearl. But I think we're in a minority. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't seem to like him. But, I mean, if you if you, Right. What's there not to like about that? Well, here... Because he, he had a cookout. He had a cookout? No, no, no. Bro, no. that ain't even close to nothing. No, 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 no. It's because he has an assistant that got arrested at... So what? And 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 nobody's and nobody's talking about it. That's... Okay, so, so we're going to say Bruce Pearl had an assistant got arrested in this FBI scandal for pay-to-play... But we gonna talk about we ain't gonna talk about Izzo and all the junk that went down in Michigan. No, no, State. I agree. No, 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 I agree. I'm just letting you know, like oh, that's, that's why people don't like. Why if is people don't playing holier than now? If people don't like Bruce Pearl because of that, that's fucking stupid. Well, I, th- stupid. I think the issue, it, me personally, I, I'm kind of indifferent. I get why people don't because 
Louisville's the only school that fucking did anything. Louisville's the only school that cheated. Louisville's the only school that did anything. It's our dumbass's fault. No, 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 I know, but, I know, no, no, no. I and I get that, but when you have an, when you have coaches getting arrested at other schools and everybody's like, oh, well. who cares? But you're I not, don't care. Good on them. Bruce Pearl was under investigation. His AD and his president want to talk to him. And he basically flipped no, him I, the double bird and said, "I ain't talking nothing. Yeah, Fire me if you want." And now he's in the Final Four. He's about to get a pay raise. Will Wade trying that shit, and he was like, "Well, all right, you ain't gonna coach again." <laughs> Depending on who the player is, if he's on that roster, they're gonna have to vacate. Sure, who cares? Vacate that son of a bitch. I've seen it. Hey, they won I mean, a championship. They no, but be I'm, right. I'm just. I'm then just, I'll be War Damn Eagle. No, no, no. To the tenth degree. I'm just saying because they'd be in the same boat. I'm just saying and they'd be Virginia. Because if, if Auburn wins a championship this year, I'm going to go buy the Auburn hat. I'm going to go buy the Auburn shirt. I'm going to go get a banner with a championship on it and put it in my man cave. So that way, when it gets vacated, I can be like, I still got the stuff. Just like I did with Louisville. I still got the stuff. I saw it. I got the DVD. I can watch it whenever I want. That's, I'm just saying that would be the re- the reason. The cookout, I don't think anybody cares about. It's like Kelvin Sampson with the text messages. No, right? I don't think people care about that either. I was just... I no, just I don't th- think it, people... I mean, I just think people try to get on their pedestal and be holier than now. Who cares? Everybody cheated. So it's like the steroid era in baseball. Yeah. Everybody did it. Who gives a shit? Get over it. Get over it. Who cares? Everybody did it. You know what? If the NCAA really is concerned, which they're not, about doing this, they'll do exactly what the NFL did, exactly what NHL did, all these big-name programs... But they won't because shoe deals have too much money, and they'll say, "Hey, we're all having to deal with Converse, or we're all wearing Nike, or all wearing no, Adidas." They won't. They won't do that because there's too much money in the shoe companies in basketball specifically. But you never hear about scandals like this in the NFL. Well, obviously they're paid, but they're all wearing the same shit. Yeah. Everybody wears the same shit. No, I mean the NFL, you get fined if you wear pink right. cleats in November. Right. So I mean. I was just saying that'd probably be the reasoning people don't like Bruce Pearl is because... Well, if they can't like him after taking out Self, Williams, and Cal and back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, then they ain't never going to like him, and they can just jump and right And with off. the chance to take out Bennett? Yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'm be, I want Texas Tech or Auburn to win. I want Texas Tech and Auburn to be in the championship I game. Just, that's that's who my now, interest goes to. The ratings will be low I as well. Lo- I would love that because then I'd win my bracket. And, and I can't... The, Look, the only Final Four team I had left was fucking Texas Tech. What's the odds of that? I had zero Final Four teams left. I had Texas Tech. I had Duke, Tennessee, and I believe I had Carolina. And the only ones fucking Texas Tech. Who would have fucking thought that? And then, you know, my thing is, Izzo, whatever, but I like this Michigan State team. I, and I say I like this Michigan State team. I like Cassius Winston. Yeah. I like Cassius Winston a lot. Is it because he looks like Teddy? No, I think he's just a damn good point guard. No, he man. is. He Wonder how many wonder how many sexual assaults he covered up from this team. So. <laughs> That's their business. I like Cassius Winston. He and went, until he gets named in a sexual assault case, he went I'm gonna like Cassius Trey Winston. Jones, man. You know what I'm saying? So the thing of it is, oh no, no, it doesn't have to be players. It can be assistant coaches that Izzo covers up too. Well, sure, sure. Thing of it is, I mean, fuck them all, really. But I just like that. There's, I, I there's do like players on him. every team in the Final Four that I like, with the exception of Virginia. I, I can't stand anything about Virginia. No, fuck all of them. <clears throat> I, damn, I do like DeAndre Hunter a little bit. I mean, Kyle Guy's a hell of a player. He's Mister Indiana Basketball 2016. He should be wearing cream and crimson, but that's why Tom Crean got fired. But it is what it is. I can't stand him more than Ty Jerome. Ty I don't like Ty Jerome at all. So, so, so. And I don't like, uh, who's a big guy they got? Who's it? Diakite? Diakite? Or Jack Salt? I don't care about him either. I don't like Jack Salt. So, we don't. (laughs) Who's the more annoying white basketball player? Tyler Harrow or Ty Jerome? 
tied Jerome. Yeah. It's close. What about what about it's a, close. What about a white boy from Michigan State hitting that three sixty <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Jordan truck? <laughs> he was just you think if Tyler Harrell played for Duke that the Kentucky fans would think he was good? No. Okay. No. I was just asking. <laughs> Do you think best... Kentucky th- fans think that Zion Williamson is good? No, because okay. he didn't. Yeah. I thought only Kansas fans thought he wasn't any good. Yeah, no, yeah. it's Kentucky fans too. No, Kansas fans don't think Romeo's K- good either. K- K- Kentucky fans are the only fans well, Gerald Vick's way better. In, in the country that claim that everybody else is insensitive. But then, as soon as you come at them, they get all butt hurt. They're they're the worst. They're the world. You should have worst. seen. You should have seen Jessica's face when I showed her that tweet. She was just like, the like her jaw worst. dropped. She goes, "The thing of it is, that's the one that got attention. The one before that was worse than that one." Yeah, yeah we're gonna finish with Harvey started. Yeah, and they did that shit last year too against a team. I don't remember who it was, who they was playing. Probably some nobody. They Kentucky fans are so egotistical that they think that they can talk shit and that karma will never touch them. And when it does touch them, they always blame somebody else. I've got eight tweets saved on my phone right now. Of <laughs> motherfuckers trying to find Kyle Perry. Today. He and, said he saved them. And, and You're going to have to resend me those. All my threads got Absolutely. Done. Okay. I've got eight tweets from Kentucky fans <clears throat> saying they want to fire Kyle Perry. And guess what Mitch Barnhart did today? Gave him a lifetime contract <laughs> extension offer. He ain't going nowhere. So y'all better find some damn good freshmen, you know what, or else though? y'all gonna get bounced you by some that, nobody in the elite eight every you year. You know what that tells me though is that that UCLA rumor that they all try to be like, oh, there's nothing to it. There's like, something to fucking it. Fucking very lot. And I still don't. I don't think he's gonna go. I don't think that shit's over. Because, L.A. Cal. Because what Kyle Tucker tweeted is very alarming to me. Hey, you can't spell UCLA without C-A-L. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but uh, I man. But you know what I said. But when I. Told her that when I showed Jessica that picture, I was like, "Now let me ask you something." And I was like, "Here's here's the problem. That's probably that probably wouldn't be that big of a deal if somebody, but you know damn well if somebody would have said something about PJ, that all hell would have broke loose and hell would have frozen sure. over, and everybody on Twitter would have been attacking sure. that. And she's kind of like, "Yeah, she goes, they shouldn't do that." She, you know, so which because is like, I called him soft the whole damn time and I got backlash from it. Yeah. I mean. Because you can see through that, man. If you know anything about Cal Perry, you know that he's the biggest bullshitter ever. He should, If he wasn't a basketball coach, he would have been a damn good used car salesman or an attorney. Because he's so full of shit, he stinks. He stinks from Lexington. He's so full of shit. But, I want to see you go. But the thing of it is, Kentucky fans buy into the shit. He has found, him and Matt Jones are the two smartest men on this planet. Because they have found their niche. They have found a fan base that is so just frothing at the mouth for Kentucky basketball that they can sell them whatever kind of bundled up pile of shit with a pretty red ribbon on top of it that they want. And Kentucky fans will buy it at wholesale price. It's ridiculous. I've never in my life. I've never in my life. Calipari could come on the radio right now and say, Brad Calipari start next year because he's a five-star. And they'd be like, that's right, he was a five-star. Can I say something about Brad Calipari? He looks like a total douchebag. No, 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 no. You remember the the Louisville fan that Matt Jones tweeted out that had the line beard? Yeah. And fade? Is that not Brad Calipari? With his not given tattoo? Come on, bro. Is that not what he looks like? Yes. Like I don't care. Like, but I'm just like, he looks like what you think all of us look like. But the thing of it is, I have a Jufro and, and a patchy beard. I don't look like that. This is like, the thing. This is the thing that's so funny about it is, 
going back to the whole line of Matt Jones and Cal Perry can sell them whatever kind of pile of shit they want and put a little red he bow the on biggest, it. He's biggest crook in- He was the biggest Cal critic going when he was at Memphis, talking about how he was dirty and a cheater and blah, 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 blah. But the day he steps foot in Lexington, he becomes patron saint John Cal Perry third. Oh, no doubt. And, and Kentucky fans are just okay with it. And they still overlook the fact that Matt Jones told two degrees, one from Duke and one from Louisville, but he hates both of them. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all are all fucking ignorant. There's no there's no sect of good Kentucky fans. Y'all are all in the same umbrella. Y'all Whoa. fucking ignorant. Whoa. No, fuck them. I got family. I got family. They buy into the bullshit, too. I will. That's my not, mom. That's, that's not you, Jeff. My mom sweetheart. don't like Calipari. She wants him gone. <clears throat> well. So, Her and at least eight other people. <laughs> so Just it ain't, but, but she ain't never liked him from day they hired him. That's good because that means, look, you can't go from hating a guy to loving a guy. Little fans, this goes for you too. You can't go from hating Patino to loving Patino to hating Patino again. You, you you can't. You just can't do it. You you can be mad at Patino, but you don't hate him. You can be mad at your wife, but you don't hate her. You remember the good times. There's good times there. You had good sex. It was good. We had a banner. Turns out we got an STD from it. It happens. That's a hell of an analogy. <laughs> hey, so hold on, bro. bro. Nah, fuck Rick. <laughs> here's so here's here's Steve Rummage just tweeted something about Cal and UCLA. Get your all thoughts really quick. He said, in all seriousness, if the Cal to UCLA rumors were surfacing a week ago, and now there's the truth to them, does that mean he had the Bruins on the brain while losing in the Elite Eight? If I'm a UK fan, that isn't sitting well with me. You think there's any truth to that, or do you think that maybe just... does Jeff Walsh have balls on the brain when he lost to UConn? I mean, maybe supposedly he's not a candidate anymore. Well, according maybe. their their according to their that's probably because they said, "Well, he didn't get done again." $2.1 million dollars. I'm just saying. I, I don't Man. know. I don't know. All I'm saying is, y'all better appreciate what you got, Lexington, because he might not be there. Then you're gonna wish he was there because who are you gonna get? Chris Beard. You think so? No. No. Hell no. Why? They wouldn't be happy with him if he did. The problem is they're not going to be happy with anybody. You want to be the guy who replaces the guy that replaced Cal. Yeah. Problem is, they're not going to be happy with anybody unless it's John Wooden and he gives them like six championships in a row. They're not going to be happy the first time somebody doesn't have the one or two ranked recruiting I'd class as a new coach. Because they're not going to be, be recruiting like nope. they are. They're not going to... They'll still They'll, be recruiting well. Like, no, they will, but they won't. They won't be one or two. When they're Cal still going to be years, every year. When Cal they're not going to get like Worldwide West leaves. They're not going to get the number one point guard every does. year. With coupled with the number three small forward. Oh, by the way, the by the way, two power forward. Did you see that they're they're going after another grad transfer big guy because they can't recruit a big guy anymore? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. From Bucknell, yeah. it's amazing how the grad transfer is awful when it's fucking your guy Bruiser over. But guess what? At Drexel, because we got Damian Lee. But guess what? You ain't going to find Reed Travis again. Yeah, that dude from Bucknell ain't, ain't Reed Travis. No. Reed Sorry. Travis is a power five. He's a power five grad transfer. Yeah. Bucknell two time, two time conference player, uh, Two-time <clears throat> all-conference out there. And you still couldn't get it done. You still couldn't get it done. And I've told somebody. There's something to be said I, about this. I work with a guy who's the biggest Kentucky troll on Twitter ever. And if you want to follow the guy, don't. Don't. If I didn't work with the guy, I'd never follow him. But it's funny to me. But he is the biggest shit talker to Louisville fans ever, and he shit talks his own team. He shit talks everybody. What's his name? <clears throat> Chris Drummer is what his ad is. His name's Chris Bowen. But he he made a good point. They always lose the teams they got no business losing to. Think about it. 
I think about it. They lost to West Virginia with John Wall. Then, uh, what, was, what was that? 2010. 2011, I think they made the Final Four. 2012, they won the championship. 2013, Robert they didn't Morris. make the tournament. 2014, they uh, they beat Wisconsin, who won the champion or was beat them the next year. They beat Wichita State, who was in the Final Four the year before. They beat Louisville, who was in the Final Four the year before, won the championship. They beat Michigan, who was in the Final Four the year before. And they played a lowly ass, bum ass UConn team that Louisville mopped the floor with about thirty by thirty Multiple every time times. we played them, and got beat, got run by Shabazz Napier. Then, then fifteen. 38-0, lost to Wisconsin. It was a good Wisconsin team, but they should have steamrolled them. Every day, they were a shoe-in. And then 16, they got beat by uh, some guy named Tom Crean and IU, and then they never played them since. And then 17, they get beat by – who did they get beat by 17? Kansas State. No, there's a there's another year because that was 18 because this is 19. No, technically, yeah. 17, they got beat by somebody they ain't got no business going to. Getting beat by. 18, they get beat by Kansas State. This year, they get beat by Auburn, a team they beat twice already. And Mark Ennis put a good point out there. The whole narrative of it's hard to beat a team three times is a false narrative. They've done the reports on that. They've done the research on that. And they've shown that a team that beats a team twice in a season, if they match up with them the third time, wins 75% of the time. Oh. So the whole it's hard to beat a team three times. It's fake. It's not true. It's that something all that, sports or just college basketball? That, I think college basketball. That's something that, well, Co- obviously, if you're playing professional sports, you give, you say, give a I, team two games to see yeah. it, whatever. But college basketball, if you're better than them, especially if you beat them by 20-something, you're better than them again. I mean, you, right. they didn't get better. Especially when one of their main contributors isn't playing. I mean. What's crazy is he got up and walked on his own. I'm like. ACL tears, you can do that. Yeah. You, you can but, walk I mean, straight, but you it, can't cut. That's the problem with ACL. You I mean, I know, side side. but it's just like it's just when you <laughs> see somebody do it. And when they wheeled that bro out at the under-16 timeout in the second half in his wheelchair yesterday, <laughs> game over. Game over. Yeah, a lot of guys walk off the field. Yeah. No, I'm just saying when you, when you see somebody what, do it, right. it's like, ah, oh, damn, that'll be all right. And then it comes back like, and towards well, that, I mean, like, that's, oh, I mean, that's what I thought in 2008 with Brady. I was like, oh, he walked off the field. Looked like he was just limping a little sore. And then right. next, the next day, they're like, ACL, ACL done. done for the year. And you're like, I literally saw him. He was limping a little bit. Because I watched something. I can't remember yeah. what sport it was. I've talked about it on here before. But I was watching some sport, and they talked about dude had an ACL tear. It might have been soccer, even. Dude had an ACL tear and was waiting until after the season to get surgery on it. And I was like, How? How you should have went Philip Rivers because he played that conference championship game with that. No, this this was like there was a pretty good chunk of a season left, and they were like, when you tear your ACL frontwards and backwards is fine if that's all he does is frontwards and backwards, but ACL tear you can't go side to side. So whatever it was, so I mean, now if he has a partial, he could still it'd be painful, but he could still play through it, but. Kobe sinking two free throws on a tour in Achilles is still pretty impressive to me. Hell yeah, it is. Your Achilles tears your, your calf muscles up <laughs> yeah. behind your knee. Yeah. So that's one of the most impressive injury feats I've seen in a while. What about Kurt Schilling's bloody sock? It's another fake-ass injury. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, well, I don't even you know, know the greatest, about that. You know what the greatest injury I've ever seen was? Oh, I'll turn on ESPN and hold baseball. On, hold on. on. I was like, fuck. Michael Jordan's flu game? No, it's second. It's going to be P.J. <laughs> Wa- it's going to be P.J. Washington <laughs> against Houston. 
Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hungover game. Willis Reed, baby. Not since Willis Reed. So, but. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Eric had to leave us to go to work. New schedule. But me and Danny still here kicking it with you on the It's a Rap Podcast Network. Uh, bringing you the breakdown of March Madness. We ain't talked about Texas Tech Gonzaga game. No. We I think we touched on Purdue, Virginia. Talked Duke, Michigan State a little bit. Uh, I'm really impressed with Texas Tech, man. Hell yeah. They force teams to play their style, yeah. whether you want to or not. I'm really impressed. I mean, who who's the guy they got on Gonzaga? Not Hachimura, but like Bishop. I don't really. Is it the Killian dude? Till Killian or no? I think his name's I I think his name's Bishop. I don't know. The a lot dude's of, got more block shots this year, and he has missed field goals. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got like 115 blocks 115 and 113 yeah. misses. Yeah. They have size and athletic advantage over Tech, big time. Big time. Everybody said that game shouldn't have been close, and Texas Tech imposed their will. The commentators kept saying. Well, they're they're playing they're playing at a pace that Texas Tech can't play at. Yeah, and, and Texas Tech played at it, and Texas Tech beat them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because they was like, what was it? If if they get them out of sixty, yeah, get them out of the sixties. It's just, man, you you just don't know. You just March Madness is crazy. It's called madness for a reason. It's because it's nuts. Um. Dude's name is uh, Clark. Brandon Clark for Gonzaga. Okay, yeah, and I think he's a freshman, ain't he? He may be a freshman or a sophomore. No, he's actually a junior. Oh, but I mean, even that game, he had two block shots. He was seven for ten from the field. So I think he finished the season. Yeah, I think he was one ahead. So I think he finished the season with the same amount of missed field goals as he did block shots. <clears throat> I mean, he scored 18. Hachimura, 22. Norvell had 10. Perkins had 16. They scored 69 points. But Tech beat them straight up 75 to 69, man. Right. I mean, <clears throat> Chris Beard is hes the new Brad Stevens. I mean, he going to be that name that everybody's going after every, every year? <clears throat> he's been at Texas Tech for three years. He's gone to an Elite Eight and a Final Four. I mean, at Texas Tech. Right. He ain't doing this at And he was just there last year, wasn't he? Huh? Elite Eight last year, wasn't he? Yeah, Elite Eight last year, yeah. Final Four this year. And they graduated four or five players off that team last year. And they had an early uh, draft entry that they yeah. really wasn't expecting. So, I mean, the dude's doing it. He's getting it done. Yeah. I mean... We'll see what Archie does next year. If if he stays at Tech through the off season, we'll see what happens. Because Shocker, ain't no way in hell he stays at Texas too much longer. I don't think so. Depending on what Archie can do at Indiana, uh, I, I don't see Beard going to IU. Hey, he got that Bobby Knight tree, but he got that Bobby Knight tree through Tech, not through IU. I know, but it it's it's a bigger school, right? A more prestigious school, right? You know, a lot of people would love to coach Indiana, whether people want to say it or not. Uh, 
And then this Cal to UCLA shit. <laughs> Although, I guess UCLA should probably be looking at Chris Beard. Instead of Chris Beard but won't go to UCLA. No, he won't. He, but. Chris Beard, a lot of people don't know this. Three years ago, Chris Beard took the job at UNLV. Had it for two weeks. Had it for two weeks. And Texas Tech opened up. He left UNLV for Texas Tech. Now, either one of those schools is about on the same playing field. Okay? If you're an up-and-coming coach, where are you going to go? You can go to Texas Tech, and you got to face Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas, no schools in a Big 12. Or you can go to UNLV, probably went, what, what conference are they in? They Mount West. I think Mount West. I mean, you can make a name there. You know, if you're yeah. a good coach, you can make a name there. Plus, it's Vegas, not Lubbock, Texas. He wants to be at Texas Tech. And maybe one of these big schools, IU, Kentucky, UCLA, maybe they can pull him away. But he might be a Jay Wright type guy. He might be happy where he's at, and ain't no amount of money going to change his mind. Possibly, but let's see what Texas Tech has the money to. Right. But, I mean, Villanova ain't got that kind of money. Villanova is all basketball, so they're true. Everything go there. Apparently, Texas Tech and Auburn are too. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know, man. Uh, if I, I really want that to be the championship, I do too. Man. I really do. I want. I kind of want Auburn to win it all, just because I can imagine in my head somewhere some redneck hillbilly Alabama fan saying some shit about road tide and Auburn fans just blowing them off like they don't even matter because they we're a basketball school. Right. <laughs> It goes rivalry week <laughs> on the SEC network in Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> They're like, bro, we're a basketball school. <laughs> we don't care about this shit no more. <laughs> then they go drop another kick six. And they're like, oh, yeah, War Eagle again. <laughs> but, nah, it, I mean, maybe he maybe he does want to be at Lubbock. I don't know who would want to be at Lubbock, but <clears throat> if you can win there and if you're getting recruits there, I mean, like he you might, said, I he think, might be a lifer. I think he might be. He he may go to Texas, or like Eric said, he might go to Texas. He can stay in Texas. Apparently, you know that's where he was raised. That's where he went. to I mean, school. hell, even like A and M. Well, A and M just got a new coach. But uh, Buzz, is that official? I'm pretty sure it's official. Wow. Damn that! I, I didn't want that to happen. No, nah, I kind of want to buzz a little. Honestly, I like Buzz. That's my dude. That's my dude too. It's not a it's not a knock on Chris Mack or anything, but yeah. If anybody listens to this show long enough, they know I wasn't originally on the Mack train, so I want to buzz. I, I want to Jake Wright, but I want right. to buzz just because I like the guy. Yeah, and I mean he's a hell of a coach, right? Uh, he should have had he should have had Duke. Yeah, he should be in the Final Four. Yeah, you got to wonder though, like Eric mentioned before he left, how much this how much these coaching switches play into into the coach's mindset going into the tournament. You know, if Buzz ain't thinking about Texas A&M. I mean, I don't I Because when you play a team like Duke, if you take your mind off Duke for five seconds in, in game plan and get distracted by Texas A&M, Duke's got you. But I don't even think he really did because if, I mean, he did all he could. If little buddy hit, he, he drew up the perfect play to win that game and <sighs> – I don't know if he could have dunked it, but if little buddy could just if he had to just caught, I don't think the dude thought he had enough time. No, but he could have caught to it. Touch it. If yeah. he had caught it and shot it, caught it. That's a tie game. Put, We're going to overtime. Exactly. So I don't really I don't I don't know if I know the Texas A and M and him things kind of been going on and off, but but you just wonder how much that maybe plays into the coach's mind. Yeah. You know, you think about Rick Pitino at Kentucky in '97. 
the NBA noise and all that. Like you know that they didn't just come to him and talk to him after that championship game. They know you know Boston was in his ear before that championship game. Oh, definitely. I mean, still, if Derek Anderson plays, they win. But right. I mean, you just, you don't know. I mean, shit. I guess they win. I don't know. <laughs> and we're back after another short break. <laughs> I forgot what the hell we was even talking about. Uh, Chris Beard. Yeah, uh, good coach. Gonna get paid. Don't know who it's gonna be. Texas Tech. Texas Tech gonna have to go up on some cash. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Yeah. They're gonna have to cut the football program. They ain't gonna <laughs> win that conference anyway. No. Look, <laughs> as long as Lincoln Riley's there in Oklahoma. Yeah, if you can't, they ain't if you can't win with uh, Crab, was it Crabtree? Who they have down there? That year, Crabtree. Yeah. You can't win with Crabtree. I mean, dude, bro, but just think, they had Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray. No, they didn't have Kyler Murray. Right. They had another quarterback, I forget who it was, but they had Baker and Mahomes both of there. Yeah. If you ain't went with them. <laughs> right. The only thing, Baker sniffed the field. No, I don't think he did either. But, damn. <laughs> uh, so, Texas Tech, cut the football program, your basketball school. And pay the man, or he's gonna be gone. Gone. And, but think about the coaches coming through Texas Tech. Think about it, some of the coaches been there. There's one guy, me and a guy at work, we're trying to talk about. It. There's one guy we're missing. By no Bobby Knight coach there. Toby Smith coach there. Bobby Knight's son. Well, Pat Knight, but he sucks. And then um, well, you got uh, now you got Beard. Beard, but there's another guy there. I don't know who it is. I'm gonna have to. Wasn't another up. older guy? May have been. I don't know. Go on. I'm gonna look this up. Well, shit, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Pat Knight was kind of trash. Yeah, he hey. was. But, I, and, uh, so, where did Chris Beard coach before the Texas Tech job if he was along? Because Bobby Knight ain't coached there in a while. Uh, hey, he, let me find this and I'll tell you that. You got it? Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it up right here. Here's here's their coaches. Uh Oh, Billy Clyde Gillespie. Oh. <laughs> there you go. They had Chris Walker for a season or two, and then Tubby Smith. So, I mean, they went James Dickey, 91 to 2001. And you had Bobby Knight there, Pat Knight, Billy Gillespie, Chris Walker, Tubby Smith, Chris Beard. I mean, they've had some coaches there. I yeah. mean, at one time, everybody thought Billy Clyde was the guy. Yeah. And, and I don't think Billy Clyde was a terrible coach. He just had a, So, was he there he after just, Kentucky? No, remember? Oh. It was A and M. Yeah, he was there after Kentucky because he was there for yeah because he got fired because he was drinking, nipping again. <laughs> yeah. Now, I got a thing for Texas. Well, I don't want to say I got a thing for Texas Tech, but uh, in 2013 when we was down in Atlanta for the uh, championship game that didn't happen, I yeah. ran into a couple uh, Texas Tech fans at a bar down there, <laughs> and we was talking shit, and they was cool. So I was like, you know what, I'm fine with Texas Tech. Like, yeah, all right. So when they pop back up this year, I was like. All right, let's do it. So this is here's Chris Beard's coaching coaching tree. Okay, he he graduated from Texas at Austin and Abilene Christian. Um, he's from Marietta, Georgia, actually. He was an assistant at Texas for four years, ninety one, ninety five. He was assistant at Incarnate Word, Abilene Christian, North Texas. Then he went to Fort Scott Community College as a head coach. Seminole State Junior College as a head coach. Then he was associate head coach under Bobby and Pat Knight from 01 to 2011. And then when Billy Clyde came in, he coached a semi-pro team in Myrtle Beach called the South Carolina Warriors. Then he was a head coach at McMurray, head coach at Angelo State, 
And then most recently, before Texas Tech, he was the head coach at Little Rock. So. Hmm. <laughs> How old is he? He is 46 years old. And he's making decent money down there. He's making $3.175 million a year. So he's not making bad money. No, but you go to a Final Four. Oh, well, last week, y'all didn't hear about this shit, but he's the first ballot Hall of Famer going to a Final <laughs> Four. Oh, you know, last week, and I hate that it didn't get out because the, the rappers won't understand it. We were talking about what it takes to get in the Final Four, and we talked about uh, John Chaney from Temple. Yeah. How did he get in the Final Four? Hall yeah. of Fame. Or in the Hall of Fame without ever winning anything, but he won like 900 games or whatever, 700 and something games. And I was thinking about it this week. And the reason that John Chaney is in the Final Four is because he threatened to kill Cal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This dude. Damn it, last week was so dope. I'm so <laughs> mad at myself for that. Oh, shit. But, yeah. Uh, yep. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Chris Beard. I mean, he's 8-2 and two in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I mean, it's... So, I mean... All under te- at Tech. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only two schools he's ever coached at. Or that's the only school he's ever coached at that's been D1. Little Rock ain't? No. No way Little Rock is. Are they? I don't know. Yeah, I guess they are. There's some belt. I guess they are. Did he take them to the final four or to to the tournament? Probably not, because last year he lost in the Elite Eight, so that's winning three games. Losing one, so he was three and one last year. I mean, he lost somewhere. Did he go to the tournament the first year with I Texas Tech? He's won Big Twelve Coach of the Year the last two years. He was a Sun Belt Coach of the Year in 2016. He was the Lone Star Coach of the Year in 2015. <laughs> I mean. Well, I mean, what, what do you want from a guy? Little Rock, Little Rock. Little a championship. Rock. His first and only season at Little Rock, Trojans went 30-5 and five and won the regular season of Sunbelt Tournament titles to clinch automatic bid to the NCAA Tournament. There you go. Oh, he went 0-1 right there. No, he went he went 1-1 that year. Oh, shit. He won the game? He was, a, he was a 12 seed, and he knocked off Purdue 85-83 <laughs> in double overtime. Damn. They got beat by Iowa State. Damn. I wonder if Iowa State had Monty Morris. And then 16, he took the job at UNLV on March 27, 2016. He took the job at UNLV. And then... No, uh, Tech's open. I'm out. And then Beard took the Texas Tech job on April 15th. So it wasn't even a month. About three weeks. That's insane. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. 17, he beat number seven, West Virginia. I mean, the dude's a winner. The dude's a winner. Yeah, I don't think he stays at Tech. He's he's got a winning record. He has yet to have a season in his entire coaching career, no matter where it's at. McMurray, Angelo State. He was not nineteen and ten at McMurray. He went nineteen and nine and twenty eight and six at Angelo State. He was thirty and five at Little Rock. He was eighteen and fourteen his first year at Texas Tech, twenty seven and ten last year, thirty and six this year. I mean, he's no slouch coach. And, and they're no slouch team. No. And and he plays a style. He plays. He plays. He plays Bobby Knight basketball. <laughs> Just plain and simple. It, it, you don't have to have flashy superstars, but you're going to be in a dog fight when you fight Texas. Te- when you play Texas Tech, you're going. You're going to be in a fight. And Michigan State better be ready because they're going to be in a fight. So, I kind of look for Texas Tech to play in the championship game. Honestly, I really do. 
I mean, it's going to be hard to sell these kids. And I know Izzo's a great coach, but you just played Duke. I know you're up for Duke. Can you get up for Tech, even if it is the Final Four? I mean, think about it. Think about Louisville, what they did in 2013. They got up for Duke, and then had Wichita State. And everybody's like, oh, it's just Wichita State. Yeah. Almost got beat by Wichita State. For one for Wichita, Timmy Henderson. You know, you know. So if Michigan State's not careful and they fall into that trap, Texas Tech will beat them. Yeah. Because hell, I mean, it ain't like Texas Tech is a a powerhouse. Right. They ain't gonna be. I mean, mean, they 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 step up. We just beat Duke. Right. They they step up from Wichita, but like you know, the tournament's designed so every opponent gets harder. But in some cases, like this, on paper, it doesn't happen. Right. Which is the beauty of it. Yeah. But one thing that I, I, I found, it, every team in the Final Four is either a one seed or beat a one seed to get there. So every team is there, earned their spot. Right. Earned their spot there. Yeah. I mean, we talked about what Auburn did, the gauntlet they ran through. Texas Tech, uh, they put out some teams, including one Gonzaga. seed, Gonzaga. Michigan, Michigan State. They, they, Texas Tech put out the one and the two. Yeah, they beat Michigan and, yeah. I'm, so, and they. I, I, and they both look stupid. I say they beat the dog shit out of Michigan, they didn't did. they? Yeah. I think it was 17, 20 points, something like that. Yeah. I, mean, I, th- they... I think so. So, now, Tech. Uh, I think Tech going to get state. They, they beat them by 19, 63 to 44. Every team they played this year is averaging about 20 points less in that game against Texas Tech than they averaged, of course, across their season. Right. So, you know. Who did they beat in the first round? Northern Kentucky. They beat them 72-57. Then they beat Michigan. Then who? who they, they didn't beat Michigan in the second round, did they? They beat them they in missed, the Sweet 16. Buffalo. So, I mean, check this out. They, they beat Northern Kentucky by 15 points. They beat Buffalo by... 20 points. Buffalo was everybody's pick this year. They was That was the sexy pick. Then they beat Michigan by 19 points. Then they beat Gonzaga by 6 points. I mean, they're not squeaking by. They're not surviving and advancing. They're beating teams. <laughs> yeah. And... I, if Texas, I want to see Texas Tech get there, but I don't want to see Texas Tech play Virginia there because that would be... No, I'll, I'll, rough basketball. I want Tech and Auburn. I just want, and technically I know Virginia's new, but I hate Virginia. Yeah. So I want somebody new to win, right? but not Virginia. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. It's uh, the, the, This weekend made up for the yeah, lack absolutely. of excitement from that, the opening weekend. Yeah, it was pretty chalky the first weekend. Yeah, first no, weekend was pretty chalk. Yeah. I mean, you had... All the ones, all the twos, all the threes advanced. And then I think, which one was it? Was one, two, three, four? Was it was it Duke's region? Was that the one, two, three, four? One of the regions was one, two, three, four. I think it was Duke's region. You know, so, and then you had in your elite eight, you had a one One, and a two, two. a one and a five, a one and a three, three, and a two and a five. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, your final four—you got a one, a five, a three, and a two. But I mean, you figure 
all ones, all twos, all threes went to the Sweet 16. And out of that, you have one one and one two left. Yeah. <laughs> Say when them number ones started dropping, I was they like, dropped oh, quick. Shit. <laughs> they dropped quick. They dropped quick. And then Virginia damn near dropped too. Should have dropped. They should have dropped. Shout out Carson Edwards. Oh, their their damn their game against Oregon was the most unwatchable game. I don't. I think that might be the one tournament game that I didn't watch any of because it was a snooze fest. I and by any of, I've watched like the first five minutes and decided that it wasn't worth my time. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that that Purdue, Louisville's regional was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. You know, the, the teams they had here, shout out to Purdue and Tennessee because they brought fans like crazy. Uh, Thursday night, Yum Center was rocking. Or was it Thursday night? Yeah. Thursday night, Yum Center was rocking. Saturday night, it was heavy Purdue. It was like Mikey Arena down here. Yeah. So, and, and and they had, I mean, the Virginia-Oregon game was boring, but it was close. Then you had Purdue-Tennessee and then Purdue-Virginia. Those were probably the two. Purdue-Virginia was the best game of the tournament, and it's going to be hard to beat that one. And then the last 12 minutes, the only thing that came close to that game was the last 12 minutes of Purdue-Tennessee. Yeah. That was unbelievable. All right, so you know what I have a problem with? What do you have a problem with? Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. After the game. Talking about home court. It's a road game. Get the fuck out of here, dude. But it, but if you if you go knock that, you're going to knock Louisville fans, too. Yeah. I, I mean. I mean, I agree. I agree with you. Virginia plays in this arena every year. Yes. And, and Purdue may have brought more fans, but it's not a home game. Right. And let's not act like Virginia's super fucking far. No, they're about seven and a half hours. They just didn't make the trip. They didn't make the trip. That's... That's on them. Yeah. They put them where they was at as the second one seed. They got to choose. After after Duke, they got to choose. Yeah. I mean, Duke got the first choice, and then Virginia got the two choice, right? They were the number two overall seed. Yeah. They got to choose when they went. They could have gone out west. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't give me that. I had somebody tweet at me. It was. Purdue fans are everywhere. And then I was just like, man, I'm so tired of that, that excuse. Dog, it's 70-30 Purdue fans, if not 75-25 Purdue. But they had this the option to buy them tickets. It's not far. No. And don't give me that. And that's enough. I hate when people, so-and-so never leaves so-and-so. When I, nobody was bitching when Louisville went to Lexington, Indianapolis, Atlanta. Nobody's bitching about nope. that. That's what happens when you do what you're supposed to do and you handle business during the season. Yep. You get to play close to home. Yep. Nobody, no, but they want to bitch when Kentucky plays in Louisville. Right. I'm telling you right now, if Louisville's got a good team and they have one seed and Lexington's hosting the first or second round, I expect Louisville to be in Lexington. They should be. Yeah. Same same as the reverse. You, if it's good for one, it's good for the other. If, if Kentucky's a one seed... And Louisville's hosting, or Louisville's got the second or the Sweet Sixteen lead eight, and Kentucky's the number one overall seed. I expect them to pick there. Why would right. they? Would you not do the same thing? Right. Are you not going to play to give what gives your fans? When we were the one overall seed uh, in two thousand five, did we not pick to where we could play in Indianapolis? In the in the Sweet Sixteen lead eight. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Sorry. Yeah. Did we not get to pick? 
Well, we're the one overall seed. Of course, we picked to play in Indianapolis. Right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you're gonna pick and and what it boils down to for the NCAA is money. Absolutely. So you gonna put a bunch of teams from around that area. That's why Michigan State was there that year because it's close to them too. Exactly. Duke picked Washington D.C. Yeah. The next closest option was Louisville. Was Louisville for Virginia? Yeah. Would you rather them pick fucking Anaheim or Kansas City? Right. Like, stop with the excuses on the tournament right. times. Be who you be. Look, because if you a one seed, you should be able to handle business no matter where you're at. Yeah. No matter what the crowd is. Like like Izzo said, I keep going back to Izzo. I know it's a soft spot, but well, after they beat Duke, he said, if you're going to beat the be the best team, you got to beat the best team. And they did. And, and they... Uh, Michigan State fans, nobody talked about it a lot. Michigan State fans travel. Yeah. They travel well. Everywhere I've ever been with Michigan State, they, do. they they bring a ton of fans. You know, that's not a short trip from them, from from East Lansing to D.C. That's nope. not a short trip. Hell, I, think I mean, it's not super far, but it's not I a mean, short hell, trip. I think it's an eight-hour drive from, Probably. from here to they was, D.C. They were, they were representing. Right. You know, what I mean, it is what it is. Right. And look, in the women's side, they only go to like four sites. Right. They're going to put UConn close to where they're from. UConn is the brand. UConn is college, women's college basketball. Yes. Post-Pat Summit, it's Gino Oriema. Yeah. Like it or not. Like it or not. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We beat them in the regular season. They beat us now. Problem is, little fans get too cocky. We talked about this on the last episode too. We, we can rehash it here. Just because you beat somebody one time, yeah, we, it don't, it's we not an automatic Hill, guarantee. Men's team goes down Chapel Hill, beats the breaks out North Carolina. We think we're gonna cakewalk them here. That ain't gonna happen. You don't, you don't have a Hall of Fame coach, and they don't get cakewalked by the same team twice. No, they don't get they don't get dog walked twice. No, but little fans just assume they're gonna win that game, and then act surprised when they came in here and beat the breaks off us. Okay. Jeff Walls beats Gino Ariema for the first time in 17 years. Now, all of a sudden, we think, we got UConn. Well, it split down the middle. Half the fans said we're getting screwed because we got UConn in our region because they knew what was going to happen. And we play in Albany. And we play in Albany. And the other half said, we got to beat them once. That ain't going to happen. It's a whole other ball game when March hits that calendar. <laughs> Especially when the Final Four is on the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had one girl go lights out yesterday. If not, I think Louisville played a better game. Asia didn't have a, didn't play worth shit. She finished with 21. Most of them came in the second half, but her first half was terrible. It was awful. But that's that's a Hall of Fame coach. Gino Oriema is the gold standard in right. women's college basketball. He's not, he don't set the bar. He is the he bar. He is the bar. And if anybody can say it, it's he him. can say it. Because he's yeah. got like... He got like Bill Russell rings. Right. <laughs> one, on each hand, one on each finger for both right. hands. Uh but I don't know. Shout shout out to the women's team though. Well, Asia Durr, Sam Furing, and Erica Carter. Also shout out to Chris, Christian Cunningham, Quan Four, and Akoya Gal. Uh, they said they might be doing some autographs. Akoya Gal put it out on Twitter. Took the pulse of the the fan base. Is he gonna put Doctor Akoya Gal? Probably he should. <laughs> Uh, but no, nah, uh, I'll tell you if they if they sign autographs, go out and meet these guys, especially Koya Gal, man. Yeah, uh, he was, just getting to know, just not even getting to know him. I don't say I got to know him, but just seeing him at Louisville Live this year, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. He rolled with the punches. 
He knew he wasn't going to get much action this year. Came back home, did his thing. He he finished where it all began. Right. Uh, and, you know, Cunningham before provided quality minutes for the team. Uh, oh, well, little fans, I think y'all jumping off a bridge because we got put up by Minnesota. If CeCe's not on this team, we ain't in the tournament this year. Uh, Enoch and Ward testing the NBA draft waters. Personally, I think they're both gone. I do too. I don't. I think Enoch's more likely to come back. But the thing that I think Enoch's gonna—he's already aged. He's, he's so old because he's technically in, in NBA terms. Technically, this was his senior year. I think right because he graduated. Was, yeah, he graduated. He would have to go for a master's degree and be a fifth-year senior because if you come back. Because I mean, well, the transfer year put him a year behind. Yeah, but he's already graduated. So, yeah, I know, so I, know I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Program, so. But I think he's gone just because the NBA, I mean, you got to go. You can only reach so high. Yeah. And, and one more year when you're 22 years old is not going to make a big difference. And you don't want to enter the league at 23, 24. Right. Like, no one is. War, I think he's gone just for the fact that there's going to be a lot of competition on that wing next year. If Wara gets a first-round report, he's gone. And a lot of the mocks I'm seeing, he's got about 23 to 25. Really? Yep. Interesting. I think if he gets that first round grade, he's gone. Definitely. But I mean, you got you know, you got Samuel Williamson coming in, Jalen Withers coming in, uh, Samuel Big Baller Brain MVP. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh Nickelberry. Yeah, Nickelberry. My bad. Uh, a lot of people saying Samuel Williamson was the most underrated McDonald's All American player, uh, like within his peers at the game. Uh. So, I mean, it's just, I think it could honestly be better for War because so much pressure wouldn't be on him right. to play hero ball because he'd have, the problem is we'll have, we'll have more people who can score. War is not going to go out and have to drop right. 24. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll have more ball handlers. Everybody's so, oh, we need a point guard. We need a point guard. We need, what do y'all think combo guards are? Right. They can handle the ball. There's a reason. I mean, now Chris Mack will probably bring in a point guard. Specifically, especially but, if if Enoch and Wara, yeah, because if he gets a couple more, yeah. So I I still say go hit up Cole Anthony and be like, hey man, don't you come on down here for a minute, <laughs> see what I got coming in. But uh, nah, it you know I I think Wara and them gone. Uh, part of me still thinks McMahon's not on this team next year. Probably not. I think King comes back. I think BJ will be back. Uh, I don't know, man. I think it's about Perry. I think uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, with him. Uh, the two walk-ons are leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can go be a star at NKU. Go yeah. Style Sharp. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know so. Louisville basketball is going to be fun. The bad. I think next year is going to be really fun. If Jeff Walls leaves, if Jeff Walls leaves, I'm going to throw this out there. <laughs> Jeff Walls leaves, I'm going to set the over under at 30 minutes. At 30 minutes, post Jeff Walls, before I see at least five tweets that recommend hiring Christy Mack as the women's coach. <laughs> I, oh my 
Wasn't she Miss Kentucky Basketball? Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm she, just saying. Has she ever coached? Listen, we're talking about Louisville Twitter. <laughs> well, you true. I'm not saying there's going to be any legs to it. I'm just saying <laughs> 30 minutes before I see at least five tweets that recommend that Christy Mack should be the women's coach. Or, and I'm and gonna, one of them, I'm going to hedge it because I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there just to see if I can get bites well, off of it. I'm going to give you credit for the first one saying, let's bring Rick back to coach. Hell yeah. Team. Hashtag Rick Pitino <laughs> for women's basketball coach. You're right. So, but not uh, – I don't know. You got anything else? Baseball season. You don't give a fuck. Welcome, welcome to my side of the fence. I mean, it is what it is, man. I've the seen, Pirates are one and one. I've they're, seen ESPN. They're five hundred, and that's where they'll be at for the next one hundred and sixty games. I've seen baseball highlights. I'm like, you gotta be fucking. Baseball's fun. It is, but you just have to have a lot of patience and a lot of time to dedicate. That's why I'm a softball guy because I can watch a softball game, and it's over in two hours. Baseball Baseball's like, six. especially if it's like the Yankees and Red Sox, you're going to be there. For, you're putting in at least a four and a half hour commitment. Yeah, fuck all that. Playoffs, baseball playoffs are the best in the world. I love baseball playoffs. Something about you first get that cool, crisp October air coming in, and it's baseball, and it's do or die time, and the crowds are, you know, because, you know, you got 162 games. You're not going to have a sold out stadium 162 games. That's a lot. Yeah. But when you get to the playoffs and the atmosphere is just all them bitches are sold out. Oh yeah, and it's crazy, man. They got playoff towels and noisemakers and just crap. I mean, playoffs. That's like the only time when the Marlins make the playoffs. That's the only time like you see more than like ten people at Miami, right. Miami's stadium. So playoff baseball is fun, but if you're if you're a Yankees fan, you got some little bit to be excited about. Even though speaking of baseball, yesterday was the first time ever, ever in the history of man, that Duke, Kentucky, Yankees, and Red Sox all lost on the same day. First time ever. How many times have they all played on the same day? I'd say I'd say probably every March. I think so? Yeah. Why do they comp- why does baseball's opening day compete with March Madness? Because open because baseball is still America's pastime. There's something special about Playoffs and opening day. Opening day, it, it, it has something to do with, you know, you're out of winter. Spring is here. It's outside. It's hot dogs on a grill. It's peanuts. It's And if you love baseball, there's no better atmosphere to bring a family to. Because you can sit around and have some soft drinks, have some beers, eat some peanuts, eat some hot dogs, and just have some good family time. And, Cracker Jacks. Because, you know, you're not getting all... You know, football is so fast-paced. Basketball is so fast-paced. Baseball is kind of a relaxation sport. You can kind of watch it, relax, enjoy it with your family. Baseball is really, uh, baseball is really good at. It's more personable. You can go to these spring trainings, meet the players. They're yeah. they're not so standoffish. So it's more intimate setting. It's just it's good quality family time. So opening day is good. And then you have alternate opening day, which like today was for Pittsburgh. They opened up on the road. So today is Pittsburgh's opening day at PNC Park. So it goes for about a week. I was about to say, so that's why opening day still go for a week. Right. And then then you go through the stretch. And then about all-star break, after all-star break, is when usually the Pirates bow out and decide they'll just rebuild for next year. 
Even though they got my man Melky Cabrera and my dude Jung Ho Gong is back finally. The Pirates got Cabrera. What's his name? Melky Cabrera. It's not a dude that played for the Tigers. They played for the Tigers, is it? No, that's Miguel Cabrera. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he is. I wish he was <laughs> No, Melky started out with the Yankees, and then he went a couple other places, but he's Uh-oh. in Pittsburgh now. All right, it's enough baseball talk for this. Bryce Harper hit his first Philadelphia home run the other day. Did he? They made a big deal out of it. Even though he'll strike out 756 times this year, he'll get 40 home runs. So they'll... It'll pan out. Yeah. It'll make he's deal. worth it. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's probably definitely worth it. Ten years and three hundred sixty million dollars, whatever. So that's baseball. Oh, that Mike Trout Andrew Lowe commercial is garbage. I've seen it. It's a body armor drink commercial. Anyway, speaking of commercials, if I see one more fucking orange vanilla Coke commercial, it was cool the first time. Oh my eye, bro! Every commercial break, right? Like it isn't. Have you have Have you tried it? Not yet. It's not bad. It's not something that I would keep in my refrigerator all the time, but change of pace, it's not bad every now and then. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't warrant to be the main sponsor of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you. This, this official's review is brought to you by Orange Vanilla Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I like the commercial with the announcers. Play free, bird. <laughs> <laughs> like, honest to God, I'm surprised, like, uh, the Final Four is not like. Tennessee, Virginia, Syracuse, and Clemson, just because they're all orange, so they can just be orange sponsored vanilla. by orange vanilla. Coke. Right, they all wear that damn uh, patch on their jersey. Like soccer players, it just says orange <laughs> vanilla Coke here, and they got their team logo. Up yeah, here. just a T. Uh, all right, man. I guess we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, Before speaking of that, let me bring this question up real quick. All right, answer. If no, we're out of here. If it meant that you could watch sports. Commercial free, except for halftime, like soccer. Would you be okay with them putting your logo on a patch and wearing a sponsor across your chest? Yeah. Because, so, like, okay, like if you watch, if you watch, uh, I'm trying to think of the team, and like so if I you can... watch Manchester United, which is one of the bigger names in soccer yeah. from the Premier League in England, if you buy their jersey. You're going to get their jersey. It's going to have a little patch up on the chest that says Man U with their little seal on it. But their jersey is going to have a big Chevrolet bow tie emblem on it. The Seattle Sounders is Xbox. I don't like commercials. Right. Some game. I'm I'm cool with it, too. <laughs> like, and that's how they get away with it, because they advertise on their jerseys. Yeah. Some game. And low-key, it might be what the... Uh, well, I think the W... Well, they have commercials, too, but WNBA, their main thing on their chest is... The Some sponsor, and then but I mean even the NBA with that little sponsor up here. I mean you slowly like transitioning. Yeah, the hell, jockeys even wear shit on their yeah pants and shit now. Right, so now I'd be cool with it. I won't be mad at it. If it gets rid of commercials, I'm down for it. Exactly. I I can stand twenty minutes at halftime, man. Yeah. Yeah. That all you got? That's it, man. No more questions. I think I'm done. This is, yeah. Well. Your last episode, man. Last for, episode. Well, for a little bit. Till softball season. A lot of bit. A lot of bit. <laughs> Me and Eric will hold it down. Uh, Plus, y'all getting ready to talk about NBA, and that's not my that's not my league. Oh, you're gonna miss the draft. What NFL NFL draft? I'll, I'll check my schedule. If I can squeak in a Monday, I'll squeak in a Monday. If it's if it's some big event. Yeah, dude. 
the draft weekend. It's also the same weekend Avengers drops. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's like, because I want to go see Avengers on opening night, which would be a Thursday. So go to the NFL draft in Nashville and watch Avengers at a movie theater. I'm pretty sure Nashville got movie theaters. I mean, I'm pretty sure they do, but have you seen, uh, somebody sent me ticket prices for uh, a pass at the draft? Uh-huh. I'm broke. We ain't got the bag yet. How much is the ticket price? Let me see if I can find it real quick. Is it a lot, really? Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he just sent me, like, the passes of whatnot. Rounds two and three through Friday. Single day pass. So, this is just for rounds two and three, not for round one. Round one, it says, I guess, not available. Limited. Rounds two and three on Friday, $849 for a single day pass. For one person? I I guess. Rounds four through seven on Saturday, single day pass, $499. Why? I'm broke. Bro, I'm going to tell you, that's going to be the downfall of the NFL. Have you ever been to an NFL game? Um, a long time ago. Do you know how long ago it was? Steve McNair was alive and well playing for the Tennessee Titans going against Aaron Brooks and the New Orleans Saints. Dude, I'm telling you, when we got back from Iraq in 2007, 2006, I don't know, 2006, 2007, my buddy is a big Patriots fan, and they were playing the Bengals. This is back when Chad Johnson, Carson Palmer, and all them dudes were at Cincy. And we spent, there was four of us that went, and we spent like six or $700 on four tickets and sat basically in Covington. We were that far away from the damn field, man. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Damn. And when I went to the Pittsburgh game, I was going to take my family. It was going to cost us like 600 bucks to sit at the very top row of Heinz Field for five people. And luckily... The thing about NFL Pro Game, if you go by yourself, you can go. I spent like $115, and I set like five rows off the field in the end zone. But it was just because there was a single ticket with people around me on both sides, and they were just trying to sell it. But if you're trying to go with a group of people, dude, I don't. it's ridiculous. Prices on sporting events are insane. Yeah. I mean, hell, the regionals in here, $250 a pop for three games. I paid I paid two hundred fifty dollars for the first and second round back in 05 in Nashville and saw six games. I'll pay two fifty for six games. I ain't paying two fifty for three. No, especially because I'm not I'm not thrilled about Virginia. No, I wasn't thrilled about any of the teams playing it, but I would have liked to see Tennessee. But y'all know I've been. But could you imagine? But I'm not paying that. Could you imagine what ticket price would have been if it had been Kentucky, Duke, Duke Kentucky? Wasn't Duke's like? A- Reason going for like a thousand, probably, or some shit. especially with like a guy like Zion, you ain't touching that ticket. Nope, that's ridiculous. Nope, it's it's all this aftermarket ticket sales is what does this shit. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and with that said, all good things must come to an end. Yep, and this podcast is coming to an end. It's over. I'll be back in uh, sometime. Hopefully we get you back in there every now and then. I'll come back every now and then, but I'll be back full time after the summer. Yeah. Oh, that's a long. (laughs) (laughs) Damn.
Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, shout out to everybody listening. Uh, we appreciate you rocking with us, as always. Spotify, iTunes. Follow us on the the Twitter and Instagram at the Instagram. Uh, all that good shit. Oh, wait a second. One more. Almost forgot. Oh, I yeah. can't forget. Cow. <laughs> Fuck Bill Self. <laughs> Mic drop, and it's a wrap.